Or no, you know the difference with Vera, right? What? They have the one female for customer service. Yeah, but that's like more about like a role. It's not like they can't find a coder. That's true. And they only have her doing customer service. All right, let's talk which about is incredibly it. fucked. Let's talk about it when the pod starts. Okay. What's going on, guys? It's our brand new episode of you. St- oh, let me start again. Let's give it. A, let's give it a pause. What's going on, guys? It's our. Brand- Thank you, thank you, thank you. For the seven, do you know if we should oh. tell them to start at this point? One, two, three. What's going on, guys? We went to a brand new episode of You Started Kits, and this week we it's kit nine. If we hit 13 kits, that means we're going to get renewed for a full season. And you guys are going to have the joy of hearing our voices in your ear for 24 episodes total. So a lot of exciting things have been happening here at You Started Kits. At, actually, at You Start. Um, we could talk about the festival, too. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the festival. That was fun. Yeah. So we're going to talk to you guys about a lot of cool stuff today. Vero, that new social marketing, social media app that's being very sketchy, for lack of a better word. Um, Min's here today. Let's, uh, Min is fan favorite guest, uh, strongest opinion on the team, wisest of words, Mr. COO himself, Min Azor. Uh, thank, you. thank you, thank you. Hi, hi, I'm back. <laughs> fan favorite because I keep recommending myself in the comments. It's cool. That's you? Yeah. You see this? He builds a bot to recommend himself. In the no, no, I do it myself. I have nothing better to do. Oh, okay. At least they have five stars. I'm trying to be honest. Sorry. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast and you hate it or really like it, just leave a five-star rating on iTunes. That helps boost us in the queue. If you want to bash us, just do it in the little comment section, the text section. Just leave five stars. That's how you'll make sure we'll see it. We don't look yeah. at any ratings under five stars. We, we, we read all the comments, though, so, you know, be, be, be as harsh as you want. We'll Only on five-star ratings, though. Yeah, yeah. The deal is you, you raise five stars, you get to talk as much smack as you want. Yeah, especially at Min. Uh, guys, go ahead and follow Min at... I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. I, no one follows me. I follow them. We do the following in around here. Oh yeah, Min's got a got quite a following list. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's more more on that in another episode. <laughs> more on another episode. So let's start off, uh, Min. Let's tell them about the festival. Go ahead, give them your your taste of the festival. Oh uh, well, okay. Last week was the NYU Entre- Entrepreneurs Festival. Entrepreneur and that, Festival. <laughs> and yeah, it it went pretty well. I mean, we had a chance to kind of show off. You start to a bunch of people. And that was, it was very exciting because some people seemed genuinely interested in the idea. Um, it became clear that, yeah, we need to have a finished product, but to be able to gauge this much interest at this stage of development, it, it meant a lot. And it kind of it validated the past year and a half of work. Yeah. You know, it's really funny right now. Uh, as we're recording this, we both keep looking at the screen as if it's a person we're talking to. So just so like, just to give you guys an idea of what it is, we're again, this week we're brought to you by the LaGuardia Co-op. Studios, uh, Gary V's, not Gary V, Gary Cheese, <laughs> uh, recording studio here at the LaGuardia Co-op. They've been grateful enough to let us record here again. Uh, so it's both of us sitting, staring at a computer screen as if it's Ellen DeGeneres or Oprah. So thank you for having us, Oprah. Um, thanks, thanks, Ellen. Ellen, you're an Ellen guy? Oh, yeah. I never understood Ellen. She got, she got the moves. She's cool, but I never understood the show. She got the moves. Yeah? Yeah. They, that, that does it for you? Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, Oprah had the whole, oh, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. She bought the love. Ellen doesn't need... No, no, Ellen tries to buy the love, but, like, you could tell there's, there's, like, a huge difference. Yeah. With this one episode I saw of her, she split 100K amongst, like, 400 people in the crowd. That's not bad. It's like a game of HQ. 
no, that, that's pretty cool. But like, you know, Oprah would have given them all cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But they were shitty cars. They weren't even good cars. Cars. Dude, imagine though, put yourself in this situation real quick. You don't have a car because you don't want to pay for the insurance, the gas, the registration, yeah. the license plate, and you just got handed a car. What the hell are you going to do with that car? You hold on to it. You, you flip it. You can flip it, yeah. You say it's an Oprah exclu- exclusive. Oh, shit. I mean, come on. Oprah paid with her money to buy this car. Yeah, or the studio, the network probably, but still. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Smart. Look at you. Become a little Gary V. <laughs> Clean his bones. <laughs> Clean his bones. That's a good Hogwarts episode if everyone catches it. Yeah, check it out. Wow, this is not a product placement for Gary V or Gary V Industries. It is for Hot Ones. Um, for Hot Ones is, is the shit. They're paying us a boatload of money to mention that, so make not sure. Really. I feel like we have to pay them for talking about it. Shh, don't tell them. Don't tell their advisors. So, yeah, let's get back to talking about that festival. The festival was really fun for me. I really enjoyed talking to a bunch of people. One of the coolest things that happened to us where we got a lot of interest from students, and we got a couple people that came up to us that wanted to use us like clients. The 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 team building thing yes yeah they yeah. came up to us and they wanted to use us to help them team build and help over the summer a lot we got a lot of interest from different groups that wanted to help us run a beta over the summer so that mm-hmm. that helped us a lot so our goal right now to kind of put it in a in a perspective for you tandon is holding a research expo on april 27th so if you guys want to come i don't know how pricing and tickets work for that no idea no idea i'm assuming it's free that's my assumption uh <laughs> But it's tendon. They don't really. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated. We'll yeah. keep you updated. Yeah. Um, we've been invited to attend that expo or yeah, research expo. Let's call it an expo. And we want to get the website done by then because we know that there are a lot of higher ups at NYU that we've met with that said that they want to see the finished product. So the dean of undergraduate admissions, Peter Voltz, uh, he said that he wanted to see a finished product to help us launch a beta. We know that the dean dean himself will be there. Shrini. Uh, yeah, Dean Srinivasan. Yeah. He's going to be there. He'll be able to... He, we want him to see it. We're hoping that Miss Tandon shows up and she sees it. That'll be really cool. That's kind of our goal right now is to get it done by then uh, so we can show it off. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little tricky uh, because we're gonna, we need to get a little bit more motivation going to be able to do this. Uh, so that's my main goal is to get it done by the April 27th mark, which is going to require everyone to go into overdrive, which is really hard to do. But... We got to figure that out. So I'm just being completely honest with you. That's the goal that we have in mind right now. And that will allow us to do more beta testing over the summer. So when we're in the summer phase, May, it's usually when during the finals months is when we kind of close off. Thankfully, this time we don't have to. Do you have any final exams? No. I don't have any final exams Thankfully, no. I'm just swamped with projects, but you know. Yeah. So we're just, it's just uh, typical stuff. So we'll be okay in terms of that. So so finals won't really affect us this semester. Yeah, no, it's it's actually a, a nice... Nice change of pace from the yeah. other semesters. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty cool. So that's very interesting. Um, the one thing that was really cool at the festival was the VC that came up to us. Yes. So there was this VC. She was walking around very incognito and didn't want to make it known that she was a VC. Came up to us and she goes, uh, can you explain your product? So we explained our product to her. She really liked it. She said that she's seen our competition before and the competition somehow got in touch with her and they pitched at the at, the, at their VC office and they... They weren't really too much of a big fan of what it was, but she said that we were doing it a lot better. And she was she took our information so we can see how that goes. I mean, we're not too crazy about getting an investment right now. Would it be great? Hell yes. It'd be great to get an angel investor on board because the thing that you'll a lot of people don't notice is that when you bring an investor on board, it's like bringing another head into the tank. 
and that's another voice and it's a, it's a voice that has a lot more power than all the other voices because they brought money to the table so it causes a sway in the operational flow so if they don't like something they have power to change it they have power to move around whereas now everything is a little more democratic as you can probably vouch for man well yeah everything's pretty democratic right now i mean once you introduce money and investors that's where you have to really um you really have to make clear who has the power and what and if you have an investor they clearly have to have the power if you want to keep their money yeah so that, that sometimes causes a little bit of a disruption in the f- work of flow so we're, we're super excited the goal is april 27th we'll keep you guys updated if you keep listening to the pod subscribe on itunes soundcloud stitcher whatever that is um you know what's funny i searched you started kits on google stitcher is like the fourth thing that comes up for us would uh the first or like itunes or no, something? no the first is the first is itunes yeah okay itunes comes up our soundcloud for some reason doesn't come up but <laughs> there's two random things and then a stitcher something pretty what's cool with, what's with that soundcloud premium then I don't know, man. We're dropping $7 a month on SoundCloud. They're not advertising us. Not $84 a year SoundCloud. Come, Come on. on. So, yeah. So, speaking of social media ventures, if, have you guys heard about this brand new app called Vero? They just wrote us a check for $10,000 to no, kind of... No, we, we wouldn't take the money. No, it's God, no. They are uh, fucking terrible. Not a fan. They are fucking terrible. And let's we're, we're just going to jump in right into it, man. Tell them what's wrong with Vero. Go. Everything. No. I, I Pot over. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> I No, I downloaded it uh, what, a few days ago. I was looking through its interface. It, uh, it, it seems cool at first. Then you kind of realize it doesn't have the same kind of uh, connect, connection power as all the other social media. You go, you go on Instagram. You could find people to follow. You get recommend, recommendations and stuff. What it feels like with Vero everything's an ad everything's trying to push something on you i, I get that it happens to all the social media too but there's there's more there's a little bit more than that you know yeah i actually downloaded vero before the summer so what i was doing was because i was reading gary v's book and he was saying go look on the apps list the top 100 150 apps i saw vero was there i thought it was cool i downloaded it and i immediately deleted it right after and not deleting the account because deleting your account is impossibly hard to do on vero but I actually deleted the app. So when I did it, it was the time, because the, the CEO of this company is a billionaire. He's this, I think he's Saudi or, no, he's a Lebanese billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, had like a Saudi oil company or something, sold it or has a ton of money in it. And he's a billionaire now and he started this venture. He's got a team of 10 male um, coding programmers and one female customer service representative. So if you want to delete your account, you're gonna have to email that female customer service representative and you'll, you might be like, why is he telling me the gender? We'll get into that in a minute. Um, that's the, that's kind of why I, I wasn't a big fan of it because it was, he's just been paying and pushing a, a ton of people to kind of go and purchase. He's been paying people to go, um, advertise his app all over the place. I see it a lot on Instagram now and Instagram stories, like follow me on Vero, install Vero. So I'm like, I get marketing and you got to get out there, but it's just like, if you're paying all these people and they're not, cause they're not actually using it. Most of the people you'll see in the Instagram live stories don't actually use the app themselves. So it's like, why are you pushing it if I'm not going to actually see your content on this app? So it's kind of defeats the purpose of me downloading it and using it for these to see these people that I, whose content I want to see when they're not even putting content out on this app. So yeah, that's just my uh, my little two cents on Vero. What do you think? Do you want to jump into the big uh, big reason? One of the big reasons they're getting like destroyed. Uh, before we get into that, I was looking up some stories on Vero. There's some there's some funny stuff. Uh, Time magazine has something on it, having uh, Russian employees. 
<laughs> the CEO was like, oh, that's yeah, irrelevant. Yeah. The CEO was like, that's, that's irrelevant. So it is irrelevant. Yeah, it it's is. Because it's because nowadays what's unfortunately happening is everyone's getting like, lack of a better word, profiled mm. based on your gender, the where you come from. It's quite unfortunate because when you're hiring someone, you shouldn't really base it off of trying to hit demographics and stuff like that just to get a tax break. It's the skills set and stuff that you want to be able to bring the maximum amount of potential to your company. I mean, in, the, in this case, the fear is that, you know, because Moscow has, uh, has this uh, history of tampering in American social media, you know? But it's Vero. How big do you think it's going to actually get? That's the thing. It's like maybe they're setting a foundation. I'm not saying the, the fears are like justified in any way right now, but, but that's, there's that's, a validity look, look, to let's them. Let's say if we, said, we sat down and said that about Chinese people working at a company, that, that would be considered racist. But these guys, since they're from Moscow, it's not considered racist. No, I, I think there's a, a big difference between someone who is Russian that, that's from here, that has a history here, versus, some, versus people you don't have. But there's a lot of Russian immigrants who come here. That doesn't make them commies. No, but over there, they so, have there's more of a concentrated effort here. Yeah, but there's but that I, I still don't think we should blindly judge people's merits based off ten well, ten people coding that they're, they're trying to change the next election. No, no, but um, they're not uh, they're not attacking Vera right now. But the story itself was saying, oh, there's a little speculation. But isn't this. that racist though? It's not racist, especially considering that the nation itself. Right, but you can't you can't blame. That's like saying all of Iran are terrorists. That's blanket racism. It's not racist if you're saying because they're Russian, but because this country, the country itself, is communist. So the so no, no, not because it's communist. Because there's there's like government proof that they did have interest in yes, they did fuck with, with the last election. But I don't think that ten programmers who are working for a company for a billionaire. No, these, these aren't. Ten okay, I, I see how this is getting sketchy. A Lebanese billionaire yeah. working with a Russian. Okay, no, I see it now. No, but these these aren't the ten programmers we're talking about. Up. But it's still fucked up though. I think there's a justification for it. I'm not. I'm not going to say. Like, let's say. Are. Let's say you start was employing ten Chinese programmers. But the thing is, China is not trying to mess with our social media right now. How do you know? Huh? What if they're the next? Okay. Let's say we hire ten Iranian programmers. Right no. Now. The point is, like, we have even with Iran. Iran they block social media, but they're not tampering with ours. You have no reason to doubt. Okay. So let's say Iran. we went out. We, yeah. we can only afford to pe pay people $20,000 annually. Yeah. And we found 10 Russian programmers that were willing to accept this money because the currency and conversion favored it. And we had to go straight to Moscow for it? And we had to go straight to Moscow because they're the only 10 people that applied that had the skill sets we That's needed. That's not sketchy? Their interest, I'm saying, no, I'm just their interest in a growing social American social media? It's, it's sketchy, yes. It but is sketchy. What if, but that doesn't mean they're all that way. I don't think we should blank, blankly judge all of them that way. I think that's fucked up. I think it's just racist. Uh, the, the thing is, I don't see this as... I get that they have a lot of yeah. interest and they want no, to fuck I, up. No, I don't see this as a reflection of this. political or Yeah, I know. I don't see this as, as a reflection. <laughs> I don't see this as something about them personally. Do they don't have to be. I, I I think, yeah. Let's say they took this job with the hope that one day Vero gets big enough. They've, I mean, they've been working on just just because they're from Russia, especially on a fucking piece of shit social media mm -hmm. platform like Vero. No offense to Vero, but I think, I think it's Vero in itself, the whole premise of Vero is, is, is stupid. And yeah. I think Judge... It's an observer. We don't have we don't have a history of other shady things, so I, I wouldn't care as much. Yeah, yeah. Though. it is yes. If they have a shady history and now they're trying to hire people that you know we have this new fear. I mean, the fear is kind of like come back again. This fear that this fear we have again. 
I want to clarify that this was like a different company. Like a Facebook did this. Actually, no, Facebook's in the shitter because of the. If Vine 2 did it. If Vine 2 did it, I actually wouldn't have a problem because what are they going to do? Uh, military campaign videos. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of capable. Make this piece of shit. They can't be very good programmers. I, no, I think those. I think I didn't read much about. They're new people? They're expanding. They're expanding their workforce. Oh, that's different. That, that, that's different, though. It's the same thing. It's another social media. No, platform. it's totally Russian-made. Like Russian-made, yeah. No, there's nothing it's sketchy. No, but it's a um, it's American social media. I'm assuming the other the other the, the boat brought these people on to do that. I don't know if he emptied the boat. I think he expanded. Interesting. The whole thing. The whole thing behind um, Vero is data mining. He it has is? right. Oh, no, it he, is. Yeah. Sell your information. No. The fear makes a little bit more sense. Maybe I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not even. Media, you just put a real profile picture up. Yeah, no. I, it's your name and your the college you go to. Oh, no, that's, that's, yeah. to that's totally well, their that's, digital that's presentation. That's up to them, whatever they did. That's on, on them. You were telling me earlier, with all with all these weird practices, you kind of have to start sus uh, suspecting yeah. every move. Yeah, about is oh, that... the gender... Yeah, they're getting disparity. bashed. Yeah. So, Vera's getting bashed right now, and justifiably so, um, that they have a full... The CEO's a male billionaire Lebanese dude. 10 coders that are male and one female customer circulation, it's justifiably so. It makes sense. Because if you're a billionaire, it means you're not going to need to go out and find, that means you can get applications in, people can apply, you you have a, a larger, we were five, six, seven males, but that was because we were working with a very small, the female programmers that we knew were busy at the time, they weren't willing to do this for free and given their, now we're at 27%, no, 30% female, we have a 30% female population. So we'll get, be like, why did you guys start off with an all-male team? With us, when we started, you start across all the majors. Like my senior design class was a class of 60 people. Excuse me. They weren't going to be like, we're going to leave our team and work with your team. No, they have their own. Like for us, we weren't paying people and we still can't afford to pay people. So people are volunteering. So we take whoever we can get. People on. Like we were talking with men earlier today. When we hire people, we don't care if you're uh, male, female. Or when we're interviewing you or reviewing your application or checking out who you are, bring to the team. We don't care what you do when you're not here. All right now, the only time when you're with us is the only thing we can judge you on. That the CEO of Vero, what, what is his name? I. Can you search his name? I will. Ayman. 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 Are you guys related? Hariri. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ayman <laughs> to grow STEM and the STEM field. So I feel it's really messed up that. Well, we don't know who is applicant marriage. And even hiring people, I mean, obviously you hire people who want to take the job, right? Don't, I, I remember we, uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, we applied for this, I guess this uh, startup incubation. We had a very testable alpha we could have deployed on AWS in the meantime. Yeah. 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 That's true. We could, yeah. But we can't cry over spilling. So yeah. tell them a little bit more what happened and why we weren't able to get it. Um, I, I, I mean, I was pretty quiet, but Ryan and Steven really like fought to defend uh, you. Yeah, um, it's kind of, and uh, you know, it was, it was uh, two males, two females. That's fine. Mr. Strauss, I put in a good word for us. He told the moderator of the competition about us and she loved the Um It turns out that after it, we don't get in. And uh, Ryan receives an email saying- it's Email that you always get when, yeah. when they want to reject you nicely, pretty much. But then it really didn't. Their max team quota at all, and they were still looking for individual people to join teams and teams themselves. Do differently for our next interview, for the next competition. Now, Min, 
hit them with the hit them with the what they sell teammates explicitly and I said yes definitely 100% yep. I said we're and that was the time we were actively looking for more as you expand on your needs the people that we started off with you guys know the origin story of this company it was me Min, friends and we all got together and we started coding and then when it came time to expand when we put out the information out there of it was just that we weren't able at the time to find the people that we needed to fit this to everyone for all demographics because the one thing our website does is it doesn't allow people to differentiate you based off of like screw it this sucks they don't get it but it's in the long run it's like whatever sure whatever happened happened but when we've been recommended so the worst part was we were recommended which which made it hurt a lot worse in my opinion. you need a we want to help guide you you need to send in this video and these documents and we will consider you based off of they were outright honest about it in in those qualifications i don't think we would have cared no the idea no one knew about the idea besides us and professor strauss yeah we just felt kind of betrayed by that where they said they had all the, all the teams they need yeah i don't get it i don't i honestly don't get a lot of really shitty products there that didn't make sense like food companies and t-shirt companies meet these vcs and these higher ups at nyu but like like there's this guy that we i'm not i'm not this is i find i feel like what's happening is that everyone is trying to check off now they have a huge population and a lot of their higher ups are females. Had Facebook been, is what Vera did was fucked up because they can afford to pay people and hire people. So what they're doing is really shitty. Take whoever's willing to work for you and the people that don't hit the criteria aren't willing to work for you, aren't available to work for you. Well, I was just talking about how it's fucked up how people get discriminated against because their projects don't hit the, the criteria that they need to. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, um, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, there's, it, it's weird having to meet a quota because if you have to actively look for certain demographics, I feel like it's just as bad as excluding them. Because it's kind of disrespectful to to people who are of the demographics trying to being uh, trying to get more jobs. But let me say that again, it's disrespectful to hire someone based off of their of their demographic, right? Versus their skills. Yeah. I feel like it's much more because earned. because I've seen at other workplaces like my friends have told me about places that they work where they hire off of demographic and they try to hit demographic and that person isn't able to do the job and complete this complete the task that they've been assigned because they didn't have the skills that sure they met the criteria of that of that demographic that they wanted that company wanted to hit f for whatever reason for tax reasons for funding reasons whatever it is but when they're not able to help and contribute to the company it hurts the company in the long run so that's 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 all all we're coming from for from our angle. I don't. I I've I've no more to say about that. And you guys can tell us what you think, and you can email us. You start today at gmail.com. Whether you agree or disagree, just let us know. We'd love to know your opinion because maybe there's an angle that we're not taking in or understanding, and you guys can help us understand it better. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, it's a shorter one this week. It's about twenty minutes. Um, we got we said what we needed to say. Um, we talked about what we wanted to talk about. We'll be back next week with a new hot pod. If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please leave a five-star rating on iTunes if you haven't yet. We'd really appreciate that. It'll help us a lot in, in advancing the pod and getting it out there. Also, guys, every single one of you listening to this podcast, whether I don't care who you are, if you're a U-Start member, if you're not a U-Start member, you have at least two friends out there who listen to podcasts. Go ahead and share this podcast with them and let them know that there's a cool podcast out there that they can listen to to learn about what it's like to be a part of a startup, how life and being a startup is, and how especially it is if you're at NYU because that environment's a little bit different. 
and make sure to sign our petition, Fuck the Hack, at fuckthehack.com backslash John Oliver backslash fuckthehack. <laughs> That's not really a website, but honestly... One day, one day. One day we'll make that website. We'll buy the domain right now. From so guys, John Oliver. From John. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your time. As always, I'm Ryan Razbiani signing off. And I'm uh, Min. And yeah, guys, all the links to our social medias are in the description of the episodes. And thank you so much. Have a great day or night. I have no idea when you're listening to this. Bye-bye. 3 a.m. 4 a.m. Coders don't sleep. <laughs>